0: Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast Episode 59 And I know it's not the normal time I'm doing it And you guys don't know that, but I'm pre-taping later on in the night Um, The the afternoon got hectic where I couldn't do the regular pre-taping at the time that I do But we are on the air And now, and it will be posted here in about 30 minutes to Hopper And like you guys know that now But you guys should be able to be listening to it And hopefully And then tomorrow we'll be doing the podcast Back to normal at regular time But the point is We did get it on the air today We're doing it Tonight we're going to be looking As our Bible study As what the world thinks about the Bible today And It's coming from J. V. Phil's book, but I'm renaming it a little bit and and taking just the thought and doing what God's leading me to tell you. And we're going to be talking about how the scripture is the truth for today, no matter what the world thinks. That's what we're going to be talking about today. And of course, we're going to have our song and we're going to be having a song called um by Hill Song is God is able. And so I hope that you enjoy enjoy the song and because God is good all the time. So so here we go We're going to uh, get into that right now in a few minutes. we're having some the producers telling we're having some problems with the machine so sorry about that there we go <laughs> able. And what does that mean? Our God is able. That means our God can do all things. The Bible tells us that. That bring us through our trials, our lives, our situations, are going to serve Him, coming to know Him. God knows everything about you. God knows what's going to happen in your life and on your life. And He's here today to tell you That today through me because I am a tool. Yes, I'm a minister of God. I'm the under shepherd to the upper shepherd. And that's why I feel this call on this online ministry of God's Internet Church, online group, church group that we do um, pre taped right now there too. But I'm fiddling with the idea of going back to online again. But let me tell you something, saints. God is good, and for having me have this online podcast too. Of, and I thank you guys for three hundred and forty listens. Three hundred and forty listens, and I appreciate that. The other network, I didn't get that many listeners all that at this point in the in the of it and i just appreciate god and i appreciate hopper for allowing me helping me get on multiple podcast uh podcast sites like spotify and apple podcast and there's so many of them and i know i keep promise you to get a list and i'm going to get a list and i'm going to read them to you where you can listen to different them on different online things. but i'm glad god's using this podcast not only as the online stuff, but it's touching a lost and dying world with people who listen to Christian podcasts or podcasts and also online. And, you know, like I said, I've been praying for some, uh, well, I've been saying more on the other, you know, part of the ministry, but I've been saying to them that God's got some things birthing in me. And. And there is some things birthing in me, and I can't really talk them right now, but there's going to be more phases to this ministry coming. But God is good, and he's good all the time. But we're going to get into the Bible study today now, Um, which we're going to be talking about. The truth, the Bible being the truth. And what I'm going to do is read this, and then I'm going to explain the concept. Well, actually, I'll read what Doctor Phillips says. Doctor J. B. Phillips says to you, and then I'll put my remarks on it. It says John chapter eight, verse thirty-two, and you know you can always stop the podcast to look them up um, on your own. You know, and then start it to read. But it says John eight thirty-two, and it says. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you three, free. Before I tell you what that verse it means, I'm going to read what J. B. Phillips, as soon as I find the book, there it is, what he was writing. And back in 1974, and then the reason that's why I want to share. Or when this was first published that's why I want to share what he wrote and then I'm going to share about the same thing but how it's even worsened okay and that came and his title for it was and that's what we're going to call it Pioneers of a New Humana- New Humanity January 18th and this time 1974 but we're reading January 18th 19. 19- 2022 20, not 1920 2020 20, but 19 2022 20, no January 18 2022 20, excuse me um, but it says here because we are infected by a closed system mode of thought of our times we are we are slow to accept as real and available the resources of God through the Holy Spirit we must make a determined effort of faith to re- re- recap the New Testament's attitude of mind, by which God is confidently counted on to provide the necessities of the new. Of the new, we can also easily reflect on the times were different then, and so excuses our, excuse ourselves from believing that God was alive. Okay. And act of today in times were different then but we can be quite certain that although the enemies and hindrances of the early church were different from ours, they were certainly no fewer. The Christian faith took root and flourished in the atmosphere almost an entire pagan were cruelty and sexual humility and taken for granted, where slaves and inferior of women were almost universal, while superstitious and rival religions with all kinds of bogus claims exist on every hand within this pagan lives as the Son of God demonstrates purity and honesty and patience and genuine love. They were pioneers of the new humanity They live by the power of God within them. We must do that today. Back in 1974, and I don't know if J.P. Phillips is still alive or not, but back in 1974, he's depicting what the world is today. And it's even worse. People take the Bible like it said and don't believe if God is alive anymore they don't believe the Bible is relevant anymore and that's why a lot of people are hindered on what coming to the Lord because they think all of us Christians and different churches out there that share the Bible I mean there's Christianity there's baptism we got Baptists, we got Lutherans, we got Catholics, we got science church, we got all kinds of different churches out there. Some of them follow the Bible and some of them don't. But even but they think the ones that are following the Bible are crazy, outdated, because they believe God is dead and not alive. But let me tell you something, Saints. We can't view God being dead or alive. Because the Bible tells us God always is, always was, and always will be. In other words, it didn't say how God was born. It didn't say how God was gonna die. It says that God is, was, and always. And it's telling us God has no expiration date on Him. And just because this Bible was wrote Thousands, couple thousand years ago or more from these different writers from Moses to well it says Moses' account. We don't know actually if Moses wrote the Bible that part of the scripture or not. But we do know select few, at least what, sixty-six books were written of the Bible, right? And yes, Paul wrote four or five books. You know, and the disciples, four of the disciples wrote four of the books. When the Old Testament were wrote by other people, but God gave inspiration to these writers to help future generations. But people today don't want to believe that this Bible is relevant anymore. They believe it's irrelevant. And that they need to live the way they want to live. And in fact, our society teaches that. To teach them to live the way they want. If it feels good, do it. So I guess they're telling people if it feels good to go rape a woman, it's right. That's their concept, right? But yes, we got laws against it and I thank God that... There is laws against it and these people that do rape women are taken care of. But they also tells these teens out there if it feels good, do it. And this is where teenage pregnancies come in. This is where underage drinking comes in. This is where underage drugs come in. And then you know who they want to blame? Do you know who they want to blame even though in their mind God is dead to this world? You know who they want to blame when something goes wrong? They want to blame God. What? God, why you allow these teenagers to do this? God, why you allow these people to do this? God, why you allowing this world to do this? And these are non-Christians I'm talking about. They say that they don't believe in God, but who are they blaming when something goes wrong? Have you heard that people in the studio here with me? They blame God. And they sit there and baitly say, I don't believe in God. He's not exist, he's dead. Ah oh, da la, la, la But yet when something goes wrong, they blame God. Well, my qu- my thought there is that's an oxymoron, because they're saying one, that God don't exist, and then two, when something goes wrong, they want to hold him accountable. So in their thinking, if he was dead, how can he be held accountable? But we as Christians know that our God is real. But this is what happens with Christians now. Now I'm going to talk about the Christians now. And our pastor today, uh, this weekend, this Sunday, said this. He, I think he went back to the Old Testament. Didn't he do some things about the Old Testament? and he basically say that some people believe that the Old Testament is not for the church today remember him talking about that but you know what it is and just like he said a lot of the Old Testament brings forth what the New Testament tells us in the four Gospels and what, because uh, Jesus in the four Gospels relates back to the Old Testament well then you got some Christians saying well they didn't have the New Testament when Jesus was around so that's the only book that he could quote from whoa sad thing is there's Christians out there that believe it but let me tell you something saints this minister this preacher this pastor if you want the whole count of God you gotta have the Old Testament with it too and you're going to get it with me because the Old Testament is just as real today as it was the day it was written for the church and for this world and that verse I read you about what was that verse again? It says, and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. What's this truth? The Bible, right? This Bible this Word of God that this humble preacher is preaching to you through right now is telling you this. No matter what old Christian thinks, no matter what young Christian thinks, no matter what non-Christian thinks, the Bible is relevant today. God is alive and He is still fighting for His people. And His Word says to know the truth. The truth has set you free. And that truth is reading and living and following the word of God. And I say this a lot in on, my, on the online church part. That Bible reading every day is the most important thing that you do. Because you're feeding your spiritual man just like you're feeding your human body and we like to indulge in our human body don't we? you know what's sad? people don't like to indulge into the Word of God that way if we read the Word of God like you eat I think you'll be closer to God than you never have been before and you're going to know the truth and this is what J.P. Phillips is trying to say And this is what I'm trying to say. He noticed it back in the 70s. We're in the 2000s now. And I don't know about you. This last year and a half. This world has changed. In the last year and a half. Since the pandemic. It's got more ruthless. It's got more criminal. And it got more anti-God. Than what it has in the first place. But can I get an amen? It... Mm -hmm it's sad it is completely sad as I was watching events on the news unfold with this pandemic towards maybe 3-4 months into it churches were actually mad because they were shut down yes they were forced to go online to preach yes that was a difficulty but people were still following, listening to God Even though they were online, right? But we had some churches Refused the mandate And then people got the coronavirus in there Some churches were fined And sent to jail Because of operation Now I'm not saying That the churches sh- Shouldn't follow, oh, not follow the mandate But I do know this. Jesus says give to Caesar what is Caesar. And give to God what is God. And most of the churches out there. Complied. Almost majority of the churches. Complied. And they went online. And did their teaching. And guess what. Now they have a ministry. Not just in the building. But they have it online too now. So God took the lemon and made it into grapes for the church right? right? No, you don't have to say anything. so what am I saying? I'm just saying God wants us to do his work but he also tells us not to be foolish and during that time there was Christians being foolish I saw pastors using language on TV on the news that they shouldn't even be using I saw other pastors starting to talk about racism you know if this is the wrong time this is the time that we all should have came together as a church as a church church uh, his church and followed the guidelines but also went online and start preaching I watched a pastor that had no no video equipment go on and usually this pastor and I'm not going to name names usually this pastor don't like new technology don't like growing up don't he wants to do things the old way but this pastor sat at his dining room table and brung his messages from God to his congregation and I watched that congregation not maybe all of them go online and support that pastor I saw other churches do this but then I was part of a church or am part of a church that refused to close wrist 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 them fines that they were talking about that they were caught I think it was a $5,000 fine to the church and to the people that were in the church because they broke the mandate they sure, they did three services online. Three. I couldn't do it because I was sick with a, um, I think with a blood infection. And my doctors took, wouldn't release me because I was happen. I was happened to, uh, go to that church. I couldn't go to that church and, um. To be in the public because they were afraid I would catch it and get sick. They did three services and then they shut it down. Turned out that they want to have faith in God, but you know, it didn't get bring into the church. And I'm going to go ahead and say it because I don't. If they hear me, they hear me. This is not part of God's internet church ministry. That's the ministry God got me as lead pastor in. But I am associated with another church. And I don't agree with all this church right now. So I haven't been one of the welcome ones to go preach there lately. Because they know I won't follow. And because I'm following what God's word says. (laughs) But they said that... uh, there was coronavirus in within the church got in, not in the church but the members got it and they did close down the the church for a few weeks when people did do that but let me tell you something saints if they would have just kept it online, their people. I'm not saying the church gave it to them I don't know but they're lucky the cases didn't end up in the church itself amen or on me now I'm going a little bit on to my book. The Bible says the truth, and the truth will set you free. And that's what we need to hear tonight. And I know I'm going a little bit longer tonight than normal. Normally we do our prayer request segment. As you notice, I didn't mention the prayer prayer request segment. If you're a loyal listener, in which I know there's some of you out there and you haven't written down, keep praying for them. God wanted me to keep this time with this message today. So that's why we didn't go ahead and do that today. Um, Just pray for them. So I'm going to close in prayer now and then I'm going to um, wish you this new thing that we're doing and then I'll be back tomorrow with everything with regular formats. But I want to say to you (coughs) may Christ dwell in your hearts through faith that you be rooted and grounded in love and may have strength and comprehend with all the saints that what is breadeth and breadth and length and height and in depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasseth knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of god and you can read that in ver- that benediction is from ephesians 3 17, verses 17 through 19 and on that note i like to say god bless you love one another help one another Be kind to one another and come listen again tomorrow for the next segment of God's Internet Church podcast and I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Listen by listening. God bless you and have a good day. I'm Pastor Ron Weaver for God's Internet Church Podcast and God's Internet Church Ministry. saying God bless you. Talk to you tomorrow.